Welcome back to another episode of Cupcakes and Consciousness. We're so happy to have you here today. In today's episode, Kelly and I dive deep into the idea of attachment being the root of all suffering. And this can be attachment to physical things like your car or your house or, you know, your dog or your cat. Um, But it can also be an attachment to our old way of living. And our world has changed so dramatically and so drastically in the past 18 months. And we try our best to unpack some ideas and really help those that are listening um, just come away with feeling a little bit lighter, a little bit more joyful and knowing that we are on the right path and we are on a path um, of absolute greatness. So we hope you enjoy this episode and please subscribe to our podcast. And if you would give us a beautiful review on Apple or Spotify, we would so appreciate it as well and enjoy. We're Kelly and Aaron, mom and daughter team that founded the wildly successful Kelly's Bake Shop, and we're obsessed with growing businesses, optimal health, and amplifying love. Whether it's talking about spiritual evolution, business ideas, or hanging in our garden, we don't shy away from getting real and having honest and open conversations. So grab a latte or a kombucha, which is Aaron's favorite, and come along with us on this beautiful journey called life. Welcome to the Cupcakes and Consciousness Podcast. Hello, everybody. So grateful to have you guys tune in with us today and just, you know, onwards to just information and transformation and just supporting one another as we go through this crazy journey that we call life. <laughs> God knows where we're, where we're going to end up, but I think that what we've really discovered too, it's not where we're ending up. It's like, it's, it is the journey. So today we're actually going to talk about something that's really interesting and it's going to be a short little podcast, but I think it's going to be full of a lot of amazing little morsels for you guys to take away. And um, I think that that's what we need more of right now. Um, it's just about the attachments that we have in our life and, and how they can cause us suffering. All attachments. And I guess it's almost actually an old Buddhist thing uh, that I had learned a number of years ago was, and I think it was even uh, my husband that told me about that every key on your keychain, you know, represents something that you're attached to and how it can, you know, cause, you know, suffering as much as it can bring you joy, that key is related to say to a car or to a filing cabinet or to a job or to a, a business that you own or, you know, to the shed, you know, the shed in your backyard or, you know, so, you know, as much as it's, it's possessions, it's also on the other side of it. um, Possessions bring a lot of responsibility and also can bring you into, uh, you know, having to be accountable to something that really is inanimate, right? With like, it's not even a lie, like, but, but we're, but we're attached to it, right? We're, we're somehow honed in on having to have it in our life. And the more that we shed off these layers and like literally shed off these layers, the, the freer we are and how it actually is a very liberating experience to, um, to be free. So I think that we could talk about that and maybe how it can cause, you know, anxiety and maybe depression Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, whatever, whatever it is. Right. So yeah. What are your thoughts, Aaron, on, on attachments then? Well, and- I, I think that, you know, the attachment that so many of us have to the way that life used to be, 
the way that things used to be, the way that, you know, you could go into a restaurant, the way that you could go into a shopping mall, the way that you could, you know, hang out with friends and family and just that, that old way of living, I think a lot of people are still very attached to, and that can cause a lot of suffering because, you know, we're still in this very weird world that we're living in and it can cause stress. It can cause anxiety. It can cause fear. And I know that, you know, myself speaking for myself, I've definitely felt that tremendously increase over the past 18 months. And I think we just wanted the opportunity just to share a little bit of insight of maybe a couple of tools that we, that we really love and that we really use and that, that help us get grounded again, that help us, you know, release that attachment and that, that Buddhist, um, wording or quote that you were talking about. I think it's like non-attachment, non-resistance and non-judgmental. And it's just such a beautiful mantra to remember and to just think about, you know, you're going out for a walk and it's like non-attachment, non-resistance, non-judgmental, and just releasing, releasing all of those things that no longer serve us anymore. And what we mean by that is just releasing releasing the old way of life and embracing embracing this newness that we're all stepping into because i mean through all the shit <laughs> that we've personally experienced in the last 18 months there's been so much growth and so much just excitement and things that we never would have thought we were doing or capable of doing or capable of going through that look we're on the other side of it now and holy smokes like but if we were still attached to that old way of living and so fixated on that old way of living we never would have gotten to the other side through all this craziness and um been here right now doing this podcast i think the reality is too is that um our previous life before covid was an extraordinary hustle. <laughs> and I actually wouldn't want to go back there again. And yeah. that's something that I'm becoming very aware of that I was on a collision course with some sort of, you know, burnout meltdown. And it was, uh, you know, it was just too much for me. It was almost like too, when we shut down for six weeks last year, when we shut down on St. Patrick's day till May 1st, uh, those six weeks, I actually loved it. I, I actually was so grateful mm -hmm. as much as we, you know, lost an awful lot of income and, you know, our staff lost a lot of income and it was, you know, hard reopening too. And just, you know, it was a heavy lifting thing. Um, it was, it was a welcomed reprieve from, from the world that we were on. And it was almost like we were on it on purpose this conveyor belt to nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, you know, the, the, the attachment, uh, just to clarify for you guys listening, attachment doesn't necessarily mean it's a, it's a physical object. Like it's not an attachment to a car or an attachment to your diamond ring or your attachment to your husband or the attachment to your dog or something. No, this is, this is just an attachment. It's, it's an awareness that you have this attachment to the control of something in, of, of your life, like of it being a certain way of uh, expecting a certain outcome of um, wishing it to be a certain way now, like, you know, could the stores be open? I wish, I wish we can go back to normal schools now. I, I, wish, I wish we can be, you know, uh, 20 people sitting at tables now instead of four or whatever, right? You know, just this um, attachment to, to, to the control of, of where 
where you are in your life and wishing it to be something different. And it's when you're wishing it away, when you wish it to be something different. You're wishing for COVID to be over. You're wishing for someone to be healthy again. You're wishing for, um, you know, a different partner. <laughs> you're wishing for, you know, all sorts of things that, that are really out of your control. The only thing that we can control are our thoughts. And we had talked about this earlier today was that, you know, we automatically have 60,000 to 70,000 thoughts a day and 90% and of them are recycled thoughts from the day before. So, you know, we, we put these thoughts in our head that are just continual thoughts that are sending us off into either love mm -hmm. or these thoughts send us off into fear, into crazy town. And the majority of us went to crazy town, fear. We're so fear, fear-mongered right now. We're fear-mongered by mainstream media. We're fear-mongered by, you know, Instagram posts, depending on who you follow. You know, we're, we're, we're fear-mongered in Facebook and we're just this onslaught of fear, 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 and going, whoa, you know, I get to have control over the stuff that I absorb. Mm -hmm. And this is how, you know, we want to just talk about when you have a, you, when you have this attachment to wanting your life to be different in whatever capacity it is, that is the root of all suffering. Mm -hmm. And when you master the art of releasing this attachment, that is when your true joy can step in. Do you think though, as you're saying all this wonderful, beautiful knowledge, do you think that fear is comfortable for a lot of people? That being stuck in this fear mindset is very comfortable and the fear of the unknown, sorry, I'm kind of answering my own question. The fear of the unknown is terrifying for a lot of people. The fear of the unknown, the fear of, you know, being unstoppable and, and moving through the other side of this world and moving through the other side of our attachments is, is a scary thing. But yeah, anyways, I was just going to ask you, do you think that fear is comfortable for people? I'm, I'm going to say that uh, yes. So in fear in, and fear living with lack, living with um, doom and gloom, is very comfortable for people, for, for not all people, but a lot of a, a lot of society, and and layer is what the uh, government and mainstream media have put upon us is this extraordinary uncertainty. Every day you wake up and there's a new mask mandate or there's a new lockdown mandate. Let's just use that whole big generic term. So, yeah. um, uh, you know, this whole lockdown mandate, be it if it's social distancing or how many people can go to your wedding or, you know, when you have to wear a mask, is it when you've had the jab or not had the jab or whatever, yeah. right? You know, all, all, the, all the things are just contradictory mm -hmm. and also every day is just something new. So it's, it's, it's almost, it feels like on purpose that we are being thrown off balance. We're being thrown off with, with no lifeline and we're being, if you choose to take the bite, bait, mm -hmm. We're being thrown off into this um, uh, state of extraordinary uncertainty and it's causing, and there's an actual psychological term for it, a professional psychological term for it, and it's called free-floating anxiety. Mm -hmm. And it's proven that there is nothing more painful for a human being 
than to be in a state of free-floating anxiety. Because there's a lot of people who suffer from anxiety, but a lot of them know why it is. Like, you know, anxiety from driving a car, anxiety from, you know, uh, being afraid to meditate because you don't know what's on the other side, um, anxiety from a certain food and, and, or their anxiety because they don't want to get too uh, heavy or they don't want to get too skinny, you know? So there's anxiety related to food. There's, yeah. you know, there's, there's all sorts of anxieties, but you know, you know, basically the root reason for it and you go back to it because you're, then you work on it, but there's that anchor that's holding you in place because you know what the trigger is for your anxiety. Mm-hmm. Now it's very different. Mm-hmm. We're in this state of free floating anxiety with no basis for it. Yeah. All we know is that we're anxious and we're desperately hanging on to whatever narrative makes us feel comfortable and safe again. Mm-hmm. It's fascinating. Yeah. So again, it's about if you, if you, if you are, if you can, how, how do I word this? When you become the awareness of being aware of your anxiety, right? When you become aware of the awareness of your anxiety, that is the first step to being able to dismantle, dismantle the narrative that is triggering you mm-hmm. into another realm. So my word of advice is meditation's amazing. Yeah slowing things down enough to actually witness why you're feeling triggered, why you're feeling oppositional, while you're, why, you're feel, why are you feeling anxious? Mm-hmm. You know, ask yourself these questions. Is it when there's a certain thing that comes on television that makes you feel anxious? Is it a certain person like, you know, I can say something, whatever it is, and I can trigger somebody. Mm-hmm. Then they can say, oh my God, Kelly's triggering me. Mm-hmm. But I'm just the conduit that is triggering you, right? You have to ask yourself why you're being triggered. What is it deeply embedded in you that is, that is beckoning to be healed? Yeah. Because ideally our life should be, you know, basically just very little hills and valleys, just, you know, a little bit up, but down a little bit, not massively up and massively down. There shouldn't be this vitrolic kind of hate and division and all this stuff that's going on. There should be just more of an equilibrium of, of, of where we're at. I I hope I made some sense. Did you understand what I was saying? (laughs) Yeah, I totally understood what you were saying. And I think just, you know, to give our listeners maybe just a couple of tangible ways that if anybody is feeling stressed out, anxious, panicky, all of the above, um, you know, slowing life down, like Kelly's saying, slowing things down, giving yourself that space to just sit in quiet. You know, you don't have to label it as meditating if you don't want to, because I know that can be scary to some people, but just sitting in quiet, maybe, you know, go for a walk around your garden, go for a walk around your neighborhood, put in some headphones, listen to, you know, some beautiful calming music, whatever that is, that can just get you out of that funk, get you out of that stress state um, is, is super, super important. And the more that you can come out of that state and come back to love and get out of the fear state is going to help you because then just naturally you will just be in the love state 
all the time. The fear will have no place whatsoever. So exactly. um, that's, that's our, our advice. And hopefully you guys got some little nuggets, little tidbits <laughs> in this podcast, but Kelly, did you want to say anything else or are we good to wrap it up? I just want maybe just one little small little mm-hmm. snippet was yeah. that the secret is to get grounded in yourself when we look for outside sources to ground us and actually comfort us, that is when we give our power away. That's massive. So we have to go internal and find our own grounding mechanism. Mm-hmm. Because if I'm looking for CNN or, you know, the premier of Ontario or, you know, you know what I mean? Some government body or some health officer or, you know, the news media or something to ground me and give me comfort mm-hmm. and give me the truth so that I can feel complete, then, then that's, that's wrong, right? Because then at any moment's time, they can pull the wool out from underneath your feet again and make you feel uncomfortable again. And that's when we go into the free floating anxiety. The secret is, is that we are responsible for ourselves. We are sovereign souls. We are sovereign beings. And, and when we attach only our personal growth, that's where our attachment should be only to, to know and believe that personal growth is the only place that we should be working on right now, our own personal sovereign growth. Stop judging others, stop looking at others, stop the attachment to others, stop the attachment on a life that's gone and to co-create with the big guy upstairs, right? With God, mm-hmm. universe, whatever you want to call it what your new life is potentially going to look like and put all the beautiful love into that. Just a beautiful love, faith over fear. That's what I'd say. I love that. Well, thank you so much everyone for tuning in. And if you have a second, we would love for a review um, of our podcast and please subscribe as well. And we'll talk to you guys soon.